1: We've had a great couple of weeks, haven't we, working our way through the characteristics of the Holy Spirit? And uh, every characteristic is so endearing. We can read all about it in Galatians 5. We're reaching the end of the list. Self-control today.
0: Oh, Well, l- let me put it this way, uh, Julia. We're reaching the end of this list. <laughs> that in, in this particular context, Paul mentions nine qualities of the Holy Spirit. But, of course, there are many other characteristics besides these nine things that God wants us to. To, um, the, to, to see reproduced in our lives. And we'll look at some of those tomorrow. So stay listening. Today, yes. Today, self-control. Oh, my goodness me. Well, what does this really mean? Well, your self-life is your flesh life. And uh, the scripture is very clear. The flesh and the spirit are totally opposed to one another. You can't walk in the flesh and in the spirit at the same time. Oil and water. At the same moment. Mm. Mm, that's right. So, um, what the Holy Spirit enables is not self-control in the sense that we often uh, use the word today, well, just control yourself, You know, just rein it all in. <laughs>
1: Uh, no,
0: it, it, it doesn't mean that. It means that your self-life will be under the control of the Holy Spirit so that instead of reacting and acting in the flesh, you will act in the Spirit. It's a very much deeper and more f- profound thing. It's not, well, suppress all those negatives that you feel and just, you know, keep it all in, keep it all in so that you just manifest a bit more patience and tolerance and all those other things we've been talking about. No, 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 it's it's a much deeper thing than that. It's keeping that self-life, that life of the flesh out of the way so that we will walk in the Spirit. We will be led by the Spirit as the sons of God.
1: Yes, suppression is not a good thing, is it?
0: Well, suppressing, suppression doesn't um, accomplish anything. You see, let me put it this way. If somebody squeezes you, if there's pressure in your life, what's going to come out? What will come out is whatever is there within you, within your heart. If if there's aggression, the aggression will come out when you're put under pressure. If, uh, if there isn't faith, then you'll fall apart under pressure. Uh, if there isn't love, then under pressure, hatred, bitterness, anger, resentment will come out. You see, whatever is there within will come out. Jesus says, make a tree good and its fruit will be good. Make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad. And then he says, how do you know what is in a person? Well, by their fruit you will know them. When they get squeezed, you will see what is in there and you will see what is being produced in their lives.
1: But if for years somebody has suppressed their emotions and they've just driven all their anger and disappointment deeper and deeper and deeper within them, how can they get rid of that?
0: Well, um, it, it isn't by going back and revisiting all these things or anything like that. The old is gone. A person, they've died and they have now have a new life. They have a new nature and the new nature is Christ in them. The new nature is the Holy Spirit living within them, the kingdom life that God has put within them. So irrespective of what they were in the past, what needs to come out now is this life of the Spirit. And therefore part of the enabling of the Holy Spirit in our lives is to uh, enable us to not walk in the flesh, just reacting and acting naturally according to all the aggression and everything else that was in us because of our past history but enabling us to react according to what is now in us in the spirit now when you see people genuinely born again uh, and those that have experienced a transformation of life you can see this i've known so many people who one moment they're addicts they're alcoholics they're broken shattered bitter resentful people moments later sometimes moments later they are filled with the Holy Spirit of God, and it's as if they're just totally different people. Well, they are totally different people, and all that aggression, all the—they uh, can even be set free from their addiction and everything uh, in a moment of time. And now, uh, it's as if the the qualities of God, of His Spirit, of what He's put within them, uh, are suddenly being expressed in their lives. And I mean, I've known people like this who, within weeks, are in ministry themselves to people that have been in the same mess and confusion they've been in. Uh, They haven't necessarily had a lot of training or equipping or anything like that. They've simply experienced this transformation of life and so they are able to go and minister out of that life to others.
1: So our whole reacting to situations changes. We don't sort of start swearing about something as we would have done in the past. We behave quite differently, for example. But,
0: you see, what is true about the self-control is what I've been saying all through these last two weeks about all these qualities. It depends how much, not how much self-control you have, or not how much patience you have, or not how much goodness and kindness you have, but how much you submit yourself to the Holy Spirit, how much you depend upon the Holy Spirit, because that is what is going to determine how much of the Holy Spirit can actually be manifested in your life. You see, every day of my life, I say to the Lord, Um, usually in the early morning, at the beginning of the day, Lord, I yield myself to you today, spirit, soul, and body, to be led and guided by your Holy Spirit so that the life you have put within me may be manifested, that your will and your life and your power will be accomplished in my life today in the way that will glorify you. Words like that. Um, So that I keep in that place of submission, keep in that place of yieldedness to him, uh it's not something that you just say well i once did that therefore that's the position i'm in now no you have to stay in that position you know to be baptized in the holy spirit is to be submerged in the holy spirit the trouble is that having been submerged we float to the surface and if you float to the surface then you get then you begin to dry out what god wants is not for us to to simply be baptized in the holy spirit as an experience but to live baptize the spirit to live submerged in the spirit to live whereby the power and life of the holy spirit can be manifested in our lives
1: So, colin you're dealing with people all day long and some of those people must test your patience to the nth degree some of the younger students perhaps in particular so do you have this ongoing conversation with the holy spirit help
0: me to react Uh, it's not only only the old uh... it's not only the younger (laughs) ones i mean the older (laughs) ones know how to be stubborn and Or the rest of it oh sure
1: (laughs) so how I mean do you talk to the Holy Spirit first before you
0: talk to that but I mean
1: how do you go about it
0: well I think there are there are two things that need to be said here if you're in that place of submission and you're suddenly in a situation where uh, you have to deal with that situation uh, you may not have time to pray I mean uh, long prayers you can just quietly say Holy Spirit just help me here Holy Spirit, give me the right insight into what's going on. Give me your wisdom. Holy Spirit, give me the right words to speak, something like that. Um, and you'll find that the Holy Spirit will just enable you to deal with the situation. Of course, experience helps in this way, but experience is no substitute for dependence upon the Holy Spirit. What experience should teach you is to depend more and more upon the Holy Spirit, not to say, well, I know the answer now, so I can just give the answer. No, because the way in which you give the answer is going to determine whether the person hears what you say or not. So there, there is that sense in which, uh, you know, if you are living a life in submission to the Spirit of God, then the Holy Spirit can readily speak and work and act through you, even when you're suddenly put on the spot. But there are other situations, perhaps of a more serious nature, that crop up where you realize you are going to need particular grace from God to deal with this situation. Uh, These are things that perhaps don't need just a quick spontaneous answer, but they are real situations where there's going to have to be sorting out and some real changes in people's lives and so on. In which case, You have the opportunity then to submit to the Holy Spirit, to go away and pray and say, Holy Spirit, just give me your wisdom. Now, how do I go about this? What am I to do? What's the real problem here? Um, and, And then to pray for the people involved so that they will be open to hear. Now, you see, in this way, what are you doing? You're operating in the spirit, not in the self. You, you might have your ideas, your own human wisdom and understanding of what the answer to a problem is. You may get it right, you may get it wrong, but as I've said, what is going to matter is that the answer comes in the right way, sometimes with the right tone, with the right expression, with the right words that are going to be um, received by the person. And many years ago, when I was a young pastor, I learned a uh, a, a very important lesson in this regard you know. Um, I, a, a woman came to see me and poured her heart out and it was a very very difficult situation but I knew exactly what she needed to do and so I just listened to her and then then I, I, I said to her at the end right now this is what you need to do ba-bum, 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 and I told her exactly what she needed to do and I could tell from her expression she hadn't really received what I said so I put it in another way and still she didn't... And, and this went on for several minutes. And I thought, I'm just not getting through to this woman. And, and so I said to her, let's pray. And, and, I, and as we prayed, you know, I just said, Lord, you've got to help me here. Because I, I just don't know how, how to put this. And uh, as we were praying, God gave me some words. They were just so simple as we were almost unbelievable. I mean, it was just so simple. And, and I just began to speak out these words. Now, this was quite a timid sort of woman, you know. She shot to her feet in the middle of the prayer. And she just said, that's it, that's it, that's what I needed to hear. And she just said, thank you very much, and walked out. <laughs> and I thought, wait a minute, I'm praying for you. But you <laughs> see, the Holy Spirit put it in just the right way that she was able to hear it and receive it. That taught me a big lesson, even when you know the answer. It's not just for you to give the answer. Trust the Spirit, and He will do it in the right way. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com.